Hey everyone, as you've probably heard, Disney Cruise Line is doing its annual 50% off required deposit promotion, which runs through January of 2019. In honor of this deal, if you book a cruise with us in January, we're offering an additional $50 onboard credit on top of the regular credit you'll already receive from us. So if you were considering a cruise in 2019 or 2020, now is a great time to book. Send us an email to get started at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 35 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and in this episode, we are going to be doing a review of the Family Beach Cabanas at Castaway Key. So I'm pretty excited about this episode. Uh, But before we do that, I just wanted to share some exciting news that we got uh, from Disney. Well, I guess not from Disney Cruise Line, but related to Disney Cruise Line and the new ships uh, that happened over this past week. So it's kind of funny. All the <laughs> all the new information that we seem to have been getting over the past several months has has come from Port Canaveral and not from uh, not from Di- not directly from Disney. So just sort of been piecing together bits of information and and speculating on some new things. But um, on Wednesday there was a Canaveral Port Authority Commission meeting where they provided some insight into the ongoing negotiation of contracts for the land side and water side improvements uh, that will be going on at terminals 8 and 10 uh, at Port Canaveral. Of course, terminal 8 is the terminal where Disney Cruise Line currently operates. And interestingly, as part of the presentation, construction renderings were provided that referenced the name Disney Triton, while the words Triton class of ships appeared uh, on parts of the agenda. So uh, it seemed that at a minimum, Disney indirectly confirmed the term Triton class for this uh, for these three new ships, which kind of makes sense, obviously, because, um, you know, in the, the Little Mermaid movie, uh, King Triton had his trident, and the trident had three prongs on it, and there's three new ships. So it kind of makes sense, and I actually think Triton is kind of a cool name. Uh, so that's uh, pretty exciting. And what's also interesting is that historically, when uh, Disney has named its class of ships, the first ship in the fleet under the class has been the name of the class. So the the Magic and the Wonder are Magic class ships, and the Magic was the first ship in that fleet, and, you know, it took the name of the class. The Dream and the Fantasy are Dream class ships, so uh, the, you know, it, it stayed true to it there. So it's uh, a little interesting to, to think about the fact that they are calling this the, these the Triton class ships. So, I mean, if if uh, if the pattern held true, uh, it would sug- it you know would conceivably suggest that the new ship is going to be called uh, the Disney Triton. However, I I don't think that this is probably going to be the case. I think it's too much of a departure from uh, the names that have already been established. So my guess is this is probably a project name um, of the ships and not going to be the name of the ship. But it's interesting to think that. 
you know, they call it, they're calling it this, uh, you know, the Triton class, and they're not going to name the the first ship the Disney Triton. So, uh, of course, nothing has been set in stone, so that still remains to be seen, what they're going to call these uh, these ships, or at least the first ship anyway. Um, but at least uh, it's, it's, it's fun to get more information and, and learn a little bit more about these ships because, uh, of course, Disney Cruise Line has been uh, not released a whole lot of official information about them. So it's kind of fun to just piece all the all the different pieces together. So seems like we're starting to get the ball rolling here and, and some new information might start to come out uh, here over the next uh, few weeks or months. So really looking forward to that. All right, so moving on to today's show, we were fortunate enough, my family was fortunate enough to spend a day at Castaway Key uh, in a, on our, uh, our, our November cruise. This past November, uh, we got to spend a day in a cabana at Castaway Key. So for those of you who may be listening and are not familiar with the Castaway Key cabanas, they're very... Um, they're very popular. They're very sought after. Very, very hard to get. And uh, but they are just your own private little piece of paradise, uh, in paradise. So they are. They're really awesome. I'm gonna go through a, a full review here for you, so you can kind of get the full experience. Um, and then I'm gonna tell you at the end the top five reasons why. Uh, it you know why it's worth it to to splurge on a cabana and i'm also going to tell you five reasons that you don't need to splurge on a cabana to have a great day cast key so um i'm really going to tell you how amazing they are and then i'm going to give you those those 10 things so uh just to start off though i just wanted to go over the pricing because it, it recently increased uh, I think it was this past fall they increased the prices, which I I just have a feeling they're going to continue to do until uh, until people stop renting them. And I who knows how high uh, how high the cost of these things is going to eventually go, just because they are so popular and they they sell out pretty much instantly uh, every time. So um, from September twenty fifth to uh, March 17th. So that date range right now is $599 for the Family Beach Cabana. Uh, and that includes six guests. That's the the base price includes six guests. And then you can add up to four more for $50 per person. Um, so that's kind of the off-peak pricing. And peak pricing begins March 18th and goes through September 24th. Uh, and that and that's 2019. So that's what the current pricing is. That is $649. And again, same thing that includes six guests, and you can add up to four more. That price also does not include tax. So it you know, really, if you're, uh, you know, if you're in the, the, the peak pricing range, it's probably going to end up near or just over $700 for the day. Uh, Serenity Bay, the cabanas on Serenity Bay are they don't have seasonal pricing, so they're always $399. That includes four guests, and you can add up to six more for $50 per person. And then, of course, on the family beach, there is the Grand Family Beach Cabana. Um, the base price for that includes 10 guests, and you can add up to six more for $50 per person. So um, that one is $949. But you know, if you if you go with a bunch of adults and you split that cost, it ends up being you know kind of a reasonable shore excursion to to split that thing. So um, it's huge. I haven't 
personally been in it or toured it or anything like that, but uh, I've obviously been in one of these, in one of the, the smaller ones, and I know how kind of spacious they are, so I can't imagine how how, how big that Grand Family Beach Cabana feels. So um, in total, there are 21 Family Beach Cabanas, and that includes, of course, the, the Grand Family Beach Cabana. And then there are uh, four cabanas on Serenity Bay Beach. So uh, it seems like there would be plenty of uh, opportunity there, but they go very, very quickly. So the process for reserving a cabana on Castaway Key is, is really just like any other shore excursion that you can book anywhere. So your booking window opens up, and typically uh, the the way it works is the their first – uh, reserved for the concierge guests. So the concierge guests, if you're selling concierge, you have the first crack at the cabanas. So the um, the uh, the concierge host will call you and let and you know ask you if you want a cabana, and then if you if you do, they'll get that reserved for you. And then of course it's the 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 platinum booking windows open, and then uh, if 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 the platinum cruisers don't scoop them up, then the gold cruisers get a chance at them. Then the silver cruisers, <laughs> and then and then those who have uh, have never been on a Disney cruise uh, would have the chance. But typically, they don't last beyond the platinum Castaway Club member uh, booking window. So uh, if you're a gold member and and you're hoping to get one, I definitely suggest that you, or even a platinum member, I should say, def- definitely suggest that you log in uh, as soon as you can, kind of at midnight on that day your booking window opens so that you have your best chance of of getting one of those because they are very exclusive um, and they're very very hard to get so when (laughs) i think i explained this on our our trip report back in november but i've i've kind of gotten into the habit of when i first uh get on board the ship i head straight to the guest service desk and i request to be put on the wait list um for a cabana and they they'll put you on and they'll tell you where you are on the wait list, and and I don't know. I've I've had uh, a few experiences where um, I have never gotten a call because no one has ever canceled their cabana. But this past cruise, we got very lucky, and the day before we were uh, going to arrive at Castaway Key, we got a call in our stateroom about uh, I think it was eight or eight thirty at night, and uh, we knew we knew right away because the phone was ringing that, uh, you know, who was going to be on the other end of the line. We picked up, they asked us if we were still interested and we said yes. And so then the, uh, the, con- the, excuse me, the person at guest services kind of, you know, they explained the pricing to us and what we needed to do. Um, and, uh, so we, we, we jumped in and we, we decided we were going to go ahead and do it so we could experience it together as a family. And, uh, so the, the, the cabana experience, actually, it starts, I guess, technically in your stateroom. So you get a packet and an envelope left outside of your, your door on your fish extender. And in the, 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 the packet comes with your wristbands. And they, so there are these green wristbands that say cabana on them. And they come with instructions and there's information. And um, there's a flyer that just pretty much tells you what's, included in the cost there's a map of castaway key and so all the information that you need is sort of right there on the uh on the packet that you get 
So there's plenty of, of, of information. And they also told us when we talked on the phone that if we had any questions, we could just go down to, uh, to guest services and, and ask them and, and make sure we were clear on everything. So what we did is we, uh, we ordered breakfast. We ordered, um, room service breakfast in our stateroom for the next morning because we wanted to we wanted to to disembark the ship as early as possible so that we could sort of maximize our time in the cabana. So we we got an early uh early breakfast delivered to the room which they were was kind of awesome because they were they were right on time when uh when we ordered it. And so we got ready, we we got off the ship and then what you do is you take the tram or you can walk I suppose over to the Pelican Plunge tram stop, and there, and then once you get there, you can kind of just look out for the cabana check-in, and there was a, a little, uh, a little booth over there where they were checking you in, and so the the welcome host checks you in, and asks you if you have any questions, answers all the questions that you have, and then she actually suggested that we, you know, if we wanted to snorkel, that we we should go grab our snorkel gear prior to leaving for the cabana, because once you're over there, it's I mean, it's not far, but it's, you know, it's not, um, it's not as convenient as if you were just on the, the family beach and walking over, um, to, to get your snorkel equipment. So we grabbed that ahead of time. The snorkel gear is included in the price of the cabana. So, um, if you, uh, if you're interested in snorkeling, that's something that is included. So it's, uh, we grabbed that and then we kind of just waited for the, um, the private transportation to pick us up. So there's there's golf carts uh, that take you over to your cabana. We thought that, so in our experience, we were told that um, they would come get us, but we had to just sort of make our way over to one of the, the golf carts and let them know that we were, um, you know, that we needed a ride over. So we hopped on one of those and they, they, uh, they take you over directly to your cabana, which was really nice. It was, it was nice to have that, um, that transportation over there. And of course, once you get there, each of the cabanas has a personalized welcome sign right outside your cabana. There, it has your cabana number. And then there's a, a chalkboard, um, that has your, your family's last name on it. And so we took some pictures right there and, uh, then we went inside, but I mean, when you arrive, the first thing you notice is just the um, the look of the cabana. So aesthetically, they're that you know they fit the same theme of the rest of the island, and they kind of um, resemble that uh, you know the other structures that are around the island, the the castaway themed uh, structures. So they're they're really impressive to look at, and they're they're so um, just it, it just feels so private there's not any noise around or anything so it's 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 really pretty cool right when you arrive to the cabana so the host doesn't stay too long but kind of gives you a tour of the of the area and explains to you that if you need anything it's just the push of a button away and so literally they mean there's a, there's a button over above the the mini fridge that uh that summons a a a concierge host and they'll just pretty much take care of any requests that you have it's it's mostly for drink orders and you know there's a there's a drink menu on the table inside the cabana and uh if uh you know if you want to drink you can just push the push the button someone will come take your order and they'll bring it back to you um, pretty quickly uh, the main structure itself so the the structure underneath the roof is furnished with a, a comfortable couch there's two 
really well padded chairs. They're they're really comfortable. And there's a, a couple small tables in there. They're kind of like um, little coffee tables. They're not like a dining room table that you would sit around. They're just sort of um, you know if you were sitting down, they'd be kind of at your at your knee level. And so when we walked in on one of the tables, there was a basket that had um, complimentary adult and children's sunscreen bottles. So that's one thing that was, you know, it's also really nice about the cabana rentals is so this, you know, the sunscreen was included and it was nice to have sort of one less thing that we had to bring ashore. So I don't, I don't think we brought any adult sunscreens. We do typically bring our own children's um, uh, sunscreen, but all that stuff was in there, which was, was really awesome. It's nice to not have to (laughs) carry all that stuff off the ship if we don't have to. And on another table, our son was really excited about this. There were some, uh, sand toys for, for them to use. And so it's the same ones that, uh, that you get on the ship that have, you know, the, 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 the ship, you know, a cutout of the ship. And so my, my son was really excited about that. He wanted to grab those and run down to the beach right away. So, um, I think we let him, I, I, I think he got out there pretty quickly. And so the cabanas are open toward the beach. So, um, you know, you walk in the door, the front wall is sort of uh, closed off with a door, but the whole back side of it is completely open to the beach. Um, but they do have these large doors that can be closed in case of bad weather or if you, um, if you wanted more privacy or even if you wanted to just close them and, t- you know, to have a darker room to take a nap in, I suppose you could do that as well. But um, we left the doors open for the, the whole time we were there. And so on one side of the inside of the cabana, there's a, a large uh, curtain that can be used uh, for extra privacy. It's, it's really to change, you know, to change your clothes. So that's another nice thing is if you wanted to get off the ship and not have to be wearing your bathing suit, or, um, you, if you want to just leave with plain clothes, you can, uh, you can change right in the cabana. Same thing when you're leaving, uh, you know, the, the beach, if you wanted to change into some, some normal clothes to, to go back to the ship, it's, it's kind of nice to be able to, you know, to, to, to just go back on the ship and, and, and not have to worry about, you know, taking your bathing suit off and stuff like that. So also we had, we, we were traveling with our, um, our daughter who was, uh, you know, about one and a half at the time. And so they had a, a pack and play set up in there for us in case we wanted to, to give her a nap. So really whatever, you know, amenities you had, we had in our stateroom and, and needed on shore, they, they provided those for us. So that was pretty cool. So that was one side of the cabana. On the other side, uh, you have a small refrigerator it's stocked with complimentary sodas. There's bottled water in there. There's um, there's fresh fruit, and the best part, the coolest part, that I thought there were um, cold face towels. So they had little tiny white towels that were rolled up. They were a little damp, so they were cold. And when you come off the beach and you're sweaty, and it, they just felt so good to put your face right in them and just hold them up to your face and. Um, felt so so good so i thought i thought i think that's a nice touch of something that they uh that they keep in the in the in the cabanas they also had a snack basket in there so it had granola bars it had potato chips and of course the drink menu which i already talked about and then there's a basket of towels um which was also really nice to not have to carry them back um to, to carry them from from the ship and then back to the ship at the end of the day it was uh, nice to not have to one less thing to have to carry. 
and there were extra towels in the closet, so there were, there were plenty of towels for you to use throughout your day. There's a safe in the closet, so if you wanted to leave your, your cell phone or your wallet or your passports or whatever, you could do that right in there. Inside, there's a ceiling fan, which is kind of nice because you could um, turn that on and you know cool it off a tiny bit. It was pretty hot when we were there, and uh, I don't think the ceiling fan made a huge difference, but they also have a, a sound system in there with some music options, so there, there's really only three options. There's the Castaway Key sounds, there is Sounds of Hawaii, and there's Senses Spa. So Castaway Key, I think, is the one that we left it on most of the time. It was just kind of um, island sounds. Sounds of Hawaii, I can't really remember what the difference between the two was, but I remember just all I remember is is, is that we liked the Castaway Key sounds better. And then the Senses Spa was really just what it sounds. Whatever you know, they're playing in the spa. If you're getting massage or or whatever, that's that's what they're playing. So we we put that on, and we're like, we can't do this. It, it feels like we we need to uh, lay down and go to sleep because it was just so uh, it was such relaxing music. Um, so Castaway Key Sounds was the one that we went with. Outside the main area, so out kind of on the deck facing the water, there's a couple padded lounge chairs. Um, probably one of the most relaxing spots that I've ever sat. It was so nice to just sit in one of those chairs. I mean, when the kids weren't screaming at us or or, want, <laughs> or wanting us to to go out onto the beach with them, when when we did have a few minutes just to sit there and relax, it was amazing. Um, it, just a, a perfect spot to lay down and and, and rest. And I think if not for the kids, my wife and I would have probably just stayed there all day and uh, and just relaxed right there. So there's also some chase loungers there too, which are, are, are super comfortable and it's just a perfect spot to relax. Um, over the deck, there's a, a sun net that just, it just provides just a perfect amount of relief from the sun. So you, you don't want to completely get out of the sun, but you, you also don't want it to just be blaring in your face. So this sun net I thought was, was perfect for um, just that little tiny bit of, of relief. And the one thing that I thought while we were out on that deck is uh, there's definitely plenty of space. If you were, you know, if you maxed out the cabana, there's definitely plenty of space to entertain 10 adults, you know, let alone if it's two families with, you know, a couple parents and some kids, it's, it's definitely big enough for, um, for the full 10 people. And, and I think it would be great to, you know, to, if you're ever traveling with a family or something to split the cost of a cabana and just, just hang out there. Cause there's, uh, more than enough space for people to, to relax there. And the other thing that we we noticed while we were sitting there on the deck is just how private it feels when you're inside the cabana and out out on the cabana deck. So, you know, there's a bunch of cabanas lined up in a row, but you can't really see the other cabanas from inside the cabana or from the deck. So just the way that they're situated, they're sort of angled a little bit. Each one is angled in a different direction. And then there's vegetation all around you, and you just... It, it just feels so private, and like I said, there's there's not a whole lot of noise that you can hear. Plus, the music is playing, so it's it's just it's just such a it's just such a getaway. It's so nice to um, you know have that privacy, and then the view from your deck is just amazing. So, our cabana, I think I'm not sure if they all have this, but our cabana had this 
palm tree, you know, right next to the the um, the hammock. And so you're looking out, you have the palm tree there, the the view of the ship is right behind you. Of course, there's Kasawiki Beach right there, and there's some other, you know, greenery and stuff. It's just, it's such an awesome view. It's, I, <laughs> I took a whole bunch of pictures, and I think I was showing my wife, and she's like, why do you have so many of the same picture? <laughs> but I felt like I was getting different uh, different views, but uh, I think she was right. They, they were pretty much all the same, but I just couldn't stop taking pictures because it was so pretty. Um, and then, uh, so as you walk a little further down toward the beach, like I mentioned, there is a private hammock there, which on the family beach, if you've, you know, if you've been to Kaswiki, those hammocks can be, uh, pretty, uh, in pretty high demand. So you have to be either, you know, you have to get there really early to get one or you have to be lucky because, uh, most of the time people will just, uh, reserve those with towels or bags or anything like that. So if it's nice to have your own that you don't have to have to fight for. There's also a freshwater shower there, which I thought was really awesome. So it's so nice to come out of the ocean or out of the sand and just just be able to rinse off and and uh, you know have that fresh water running over you. And you know if you wanted to just rinse off there instead of doing it back at the ship before you're getting ready for dinner, that's you know that's an option. Like I said, you can change back into your clothes if you wanted to. Uh, so I thought that was that's a really nice touch that each of the cabanas have. And then, of course, finally, when you walk down uh, further, there's a, a private path, and there's you know there's vegetation on both sides of you to go out to your uh, to your beach area. So, um, really, really, really cool. Once you get down to your beach area, it's again I, I think the whole theme of the of the cabanas is privacy. But when you get down to the beach, um, you know, especially if you get there early, if the other families aren't there, you pretty much have the entire beach to yourself. And even when there are other families on the beach. The, the cabanas are, are spaced out so much that you, you really have your own private section of the beach, it, which is, you know, if you've been to Castaway Key, it's, uh, you know, that, it's, that in and of itself is pretty amazing because, the, you know, the beach areas do get pretty crowded, um, especially on the family beaches. So, um, and there are also private beach chairs and lounge chairs. There's an umbrella. There's some palm trees there. So, you know plenty of privacy for you just to, to lay down on your beach chair if you want to sit down there and and uh, and let the kids play in the, the ocean, which we did for a lot of the day. The, the beach itself is roped off from the public family beach area. So where our cabana was, we were in cabana number one. So when we walked down our path to the beach, the, the rope was kind of right there. And you could see you know, you can look down the whole family beach and, and, and you could just sort of compare how the, you know, the difference between how crowded it is over there and just how, how, um, how private it is where you are. And so it's just it's really, it's a really awesome experience. And the other cool thing is what's also included in the cost of the cabana is there's, there's floats. So there's plenty of floats and there's rafts right there. And you can just grab those and, and use them and take them right out to the to the water for you. Bring them back, um, put them back where they are. And so you don't have to you know walk all the way out to the 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 float rental place to to get the to get the uh, floats. So that's sort of an overview of the cabanas themselves. There's if you walk out back out the front of your cabana, uh, at the end of the cabana row, there's a gate that leads right into Cookies Two. So really convenient to go to lunch 
And so what we did was we just brought the lunch back to our cabana because we felt like we, we, you know, we, we needed to maximize our time there. Um, and then the cabana, the, you know, there's also a cabana guest, uh, private restroom facility as well that uh, is open to only the cabana guests. We actually didn't end up using it because the, the the public one was actually closer to our cabana. It was right next to, um, you know, we go through the gate out to our cookies too, and then the public one was right there. So we use, we ended up using that one, but that is available to you. Um, bike rentals are also included in the cost of your cabana. So that's something that we did. We, um, you know, we, we sort of just planned it out so that we spent our morning at, uh, at the cabana, we had lunch in the cabana and then we, we stayed there for a little bit after lunch. And then we kind of went out and ventured out and, you know, did our, did our bike riding. We, we got our smoothies and then made our way back. And I think we ended up pretty much staying the, the entire day on the Island, which we, we generally try to do anyway, but we, we especially wanted to do, to do that this day so that we could, uh, maximize our time in the cabana. And I think overall, I think, my wife would uh, agree with me. We absolutely loved our day at Castaway Key on this trip. Um, first of all, the the weather itself was perfect. It, it was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. There were it was a little you know there were a few clouds here and there, but for the most part, it was completely sunny. Um, there was a really nice breeze that uh you know that cooled things off a little bit but it was still plenty warm so maybe one of the best weather days even that i have had so we just got really lucky in that respect but i think the the cabana experience really just put it over the top for us we really loved um our cabana rental and and in terms of is it worth it i i you know i i would say that it was definitely worth it um you know obviously it's not something that is always going to be in in the budget for us and uh it's you know it's very expensive so you know but we we definitely enjoyed our day we would probably do it again we and most likely will do it again <laughs> i think it'll be hard for us to go back to Key and not get a cabana because um we enjoy the experience so much um but uh probably had had the best day at Key that we've ever had so um definitely glad that we did it so with that, I wanted to uh, close with, well, I guess, uh, you know, I wanted to, to give five reasons why it's a good idea to splurge on a cabana. And I probably, and I covered most of these things, but so the first one is all about privacy. I mentioned it, that it's sort of the theme for the cabanas, but um, privacy in the cabana and on the beach, you know, you don't, you feel very, I don't want to say isolated because that sounds like a bad term, but you, you do feel a little bit isolated where, um, you know, there's not a lot of people around you. It's very quiet. And uh, just at the risk of overusing the term, it's very private. So that's the first reason. Number two is shelter from the sun. So <laughs> my wife kind of makes fun of me a lot because I, I'm one of those people who, um, when I'm sitting on the beach, I like to, first of all, I always have to have my sunscreen on the whole time. I don't ever like to sit out in the sun for a little bit and then go put my sunscreen on. I always like to have sunscreen on, but I'm also the guy that likes to wear t-shirts on the beach and, you know, hats because to, to keep, to keep out of the sun as much as possible. So it was nice to have that, that, you know, that, um, 
uh, structural shelter from the sun where I, you know, if I felt like I was getting too much sun, I could just walk back into the cabana and, um, and rest in there for a little bit, take it easy, reapply sunscreen, um, whatever you want to do. But also, especially if you have kids where I am always conscious of our, you know, the sun exposure that our kids are getting. And so I loved being able to kind of send them out, play on the water, play on the beach, and then bring them back in, um, you know, make sure they had plenty of sunscreen on, make sure they were hydrated, get them out of the sun for a little while, and then send them back out. So that that honestly was is one of the, the best things um, for me anyway about the cabana. Number three is the chairs and the hammocks. So like I mentioned, the chairs are super comfortable inside the cabana and on the deck. And then, of course, you have your own hammock that you don't have to fight for, and you have reserved beach chairs on the beach. So, you know... A lot of times what we'll do if we're not, if we don't have a cabana, we'll get there to the beach as early as we can so that we can find our spot that we want to sit in. We can reserve our chairs, um, you know, and just make sure that we are, you know, we always keep a bag on our chair or whatever. There's none of that with a cabana because all this, you know, you have your own stuff and you don't have to worry about someone else coming and taking it. So huge plus there. Another plus is everything else that's included. Now, this is kind of funny because you're paying so much to to stay in this cabana, but um, there is a lot that is included. So I mentioned the snorkel gear rentals. I mentioned the bikes, the floats. You get the concierge service. So even if you're not staying concierge, you still get basically concierge service within the cabana. The snacks, the bottled uh, water, the, the canned soft drinks, the sunscreen, the sand toys. I mean, all that stuff really... Um, you know, really, really kind of adds up if you if you do all the math on it. So that's that's definitely a benefit. And then the last thing I'll say is just convenience. So you don't have to to worry about if if you don't want to, if you don't have to worry about rushing off the ship to shave a spot. Um, you don't have to worry about saving your beach chairs. You could bring a change of clothes for the end of the day. Um, like I mentioned before, there's the freshwater shower. There's the concierge. If you're you know if you're running the Castaway Key Challenge you know, your family can bring the change of clothes for you to the cabana and you can freshen it up right there without having to go back to the ship. So that's a, uh, a nice benefit of it. And, you know, just, I just feel like there's so much less that we had to bring off the ship this time because we knew we were going to have it, um, in the cabana. So that was a, a huge plus. So with all that, I mean, it's, like I said, we it's going to be hard for us to go back to the Castaway Key without getting a cabana because we know what that experience is like. However, I also wanted to give you five reasons why you do not need to splurge on a cabana to have a great day at Castaway Key. Now, if you've been to Castaway Key, you, um, <laughs> this is probably obvious for you because you, you already know that you can have an amazing time there. And we've always had amazing times at Castaway Key, even without the cabana. So, um, but here we go. First, obviously, uh, is the price. So... Disney cruises are certainly expensive enough as it is. And, you know, <laughs> when when the bill comes at the end of the cruise, it hurts to see that cabana rental show up on the bill. But uh, the price is definitely something that, you know, can be uh, very limiting for certain families or for most families, I should say. It's just it's just too much to spend on, on one experience on one day. So um, I could definitely see why that would uh, would cause families not to do it and you know it's a reason why you wouldn't splurge on it 
Number two, there are plenty of um, other great places on the family beach to set up camp for the day. So we have our favorite spots. You know, there's tons of chairs, there's umbrellas, there's palm trees, um, there's hammocks, like I mentioned. There's plenty of places to get out of the sun. So you don't you don't need the the cabana to have that sun relief. And there's great spots to get views of beaches and of the ships and get your picture opportunities. So all that is available to you without a cabana. Number three, you're, you know, and this one is probably the biggest one for me. You're free to explore the island and not really feel guilty about having to stay at your cabana to get the most out of the money that you spend. So even though we wanted to spend the full day in our cabana, I think there was also a part of us that felt like we needed to in order to maximize, um, you know, maximize the our time there and also to get the most out of our money. So without that, if you don't have that kind of holding you down, you're, you're guilt-free to... Um, to enjoy the island. So that's a, a big part of it. Um, number four is they can be kind of far away. So if, if there's other things that you like to do around the island, uh, the, the cabanas, if you know where they are, they're kind of on the far, well, they are on the far, far side of the family beach. Um, so, you know, if you wanted to go to the family snorkel uh, lagoon, you know, that's it's pretty far away for that. You know, we had to walk a little bit to get to the bike rentals. Um, it's just, they're not in, they're not the most conveniently located. So, and then last, I just kind of, uh, touched on it, but if you like snorkeling, if you're into snorkeling, you'll probably be, well, you will be disappointed by the snorkeling at, at at the cabanas, um, you know, in the, in the water in front of the, of the cabanas. Cause the, um, you just won't see the same things that you'll see in the snorkel lagoon. I, I, for one, love snorkeling in the snorkel lagoon. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, but we didn't make it down there cause it was just, it was just too far away. So, um, that's it. That's your, your five reasons why you don't need to splurge on a cabana to have a great day at Castaway Key. Castaway Key, I think I've said it many times is probably, uh, my favorite place in the world. I love visiting there. It's my favorite place to go on a Disney cruise. So, um, but the, uh, the cabana experience was great for us. It definitely made our, our Castaway Key experience, uh, that much better. So that's all I had for this Castaway Key Cabana review. I hope that it was helpful for you and that you enjoyed it and maybe you learned something new. If not, maybe it uh, will uh, make you want to, to splurge on a cabana or maybe it, maybe this was sort of um, all you needed to, to decide that you didn't need to, to splurge on a cabana. So have you experienced one before? Have you had the chance to? Have you tried to and not been able to? Um, I'd love to hear from you. So. Uh, that's it for this week and as always thanks so much for listening as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude or by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers i'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on itunes uh, and leave me some feedback And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.